The following podcast is a Dear Media production. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Aha. I am doing a six-part solo episode situation where I'm going to pop on here without Michael, and I am just going to talk about a subject that I'm passionate about that I think will provide you with value. So today, we are really going to niche down on habits. I want to get as granular as possible, and I hope there's people out there that are listening that can really have some strong takeaways from this episode. Like you'll be able to apply some things that I'm saying to your own life. A lot of these habits that I've picked up along the way are from people that I've had the opportunity to interview. They're from reading. I'm a huge reader and I've just been able to really sort of squeeze the pulp out of these people's habits and find what really works and their habits that I've tested. So I think that people will like this episode because we all love a healthy habit. I have dragged my assistant, my EA, Katie, back on the podcast. She's kicking and screaming. (laughs) Or pooping my pants. No, stop. (laughs) And I think that Katie is a really good guide for this conversation because she's actually someone who is a practitioner of my calendar. She sort of lives, eats, and breathes Michael and my schedule, and she's damn good at it. And she's way more fucking organized than I am. And I would be a dreadful mess without her. So I think this conversation to have her involved is even better. It's like my habits on steroids. So we went straight to you to ask you what your questions were when it came to habits. And we're just going to theme each question so we can tell you all the things. And Katie, kick it off. Okay. So the first thing that everyone wants to know is how do you set your week up? Are you sitting down with pen and paper? How are you planning out your time for the week to be the most productive and to set you up for success? This has been a dance over the last 12 years of doing business. This is constant editing and refining. And I, what I've realized in my life is as I evolve and evolve the brand, I have to be constantly editing and refining. And when I first started out with an assistant, you know, 10 years ago, I I wasn't doing that. And with you, I feel like we're constantly being like, okay, this didn't work. So let's do this differently. We're constantly like on text communicating about what's working and what's not. I'll give you like an example. Like we discovered that it was really important for me to put driving time in my calendar, because if I don't see that driving time, it's like, one, I, I won't stick to it. And two, I won't be able to see what time I really have to leave. So that was like an edit and refine. Yes. So what I like to do with my calendar, and, and you can also speak on this too, is I look at my calendar on Sunday night and I look at it for the up and coming week. And I do this every single Sunday. You could do it on Saturday too. And I spend 10 minutes just thinking. And this is... Thinking time is so underrated. I just think about what's going to work and what's not going to work. So 
I spend my money on my time. It's it's where I love to spend money. So I will get my makeup done so I don't have to spend an hour in the mirror. I will get a blowout so I don't have to spend an hour blowing dry my hair. And I'll use the time that I'm saving to be productive. So if I'm getting makeup done, Katie will set four calls. If I'm getting a blowout, I'll set an hour to review something that needs to be reviewed and edited by me. If I'm having I'm having a birthday party for my son tomorrow and Weston's coming over, we'll set an hour aside to go over up and coming products before the birthday. Like I'm always looking for strategy when it comes to time. And I think when you're doing this, number one is if you can have a hire, the first hire should be someone who is a strategist with the calendar. Because if you're able to open up more time for yourself, you're able to be more efficient and more successful. So what I found is having someone like Katie really comb through my calendar with me every single day, weekly and constantly refining has made me make more money, made me a better mother. It's made me be more present. It's made me be able to put my phone away because it's opened up space on my calendar. So going back to a granular habit is Sunday, I look through my calendar Katie is really good at at doing the overall calendar and then I'll come in with that fine tooth comb on Sunday and move a couple things. Sometimes I'll see a call on the schedule that can be combined. So I'll give you a very specific example. We do sprint calls with our team where our team gets on the phone and it's 15 to 30 minutes to go over what's going on. And we probably do them two to three times a week. But if I see another call that's a marketing call and that can be combined into a sprint call, we'll combine it. So Katie and I are always looking for ways to be creative. Another example is if I see, I don't know, three podcasts on the schedule and there's two on one day and a third on the another, I'll ask if we can move the podcast. I'll always try to be thinking about how to optimize my time. And you can maybe speak more on on sort of what that habit is between us because I feel like I'm a little chaotic. No, you are. But that's why <laughs> that's why you have me. Yes. And I think, too, like especially now, I think with any assistant and boss relationship, it's on the assistant to learn not only just the business quirks, you know, what you prefer, but also understand that you're a mom and like you're a wife and you want to be present. So how can we make the week super organized and, yes, optimizing where we don't have 10 meetings littered from nine to five? let's cram these meetings into maybe a couple hours and then you have the rest of the day to go be with your family. So I think I operate with that mindset to where I'm not dragging you nine to five through calls if if I can. But also, you know, yeah, you and I bounce back multiple times a day on how to move things around to make the most sense. Again, I think it's just having a really good mind as far as understanding that there's more than just the workday things that are on a calendar. It's the time for meditation. It's the time with your family. It's the time to work out. It's the time to read. I mean, those things are also something to be kept in mind when you're planning the week out. Yeah, I think it's it's being realistic, too. Like you just said, like I if I don't have certain things in my calendar, I will not be as effective. Right. So I know if I can get a meditation in or a cold plunge or you know, if I have like a a chunk of family time in the morning, I know I'm going to be more effective. And I think over communicating with someone who is helping you with your calendar. Now, if you don't have someone to help you with your calendar, that's okay. You can still go through your calendar with a fine tooth comb. 
I'm also not telling you to be busy seven days a week. There is days where I have nothing on my calendar. Yep. Ryan Holiday taught me this, in my opinion, and his opinion too, the most successful people are ones that have days with nothing. I don't want to be booked to the brim. That would make me miserable. You know that I don't like being on the phone. I just don't. So what I typically do is I'll schedule all my calls on Wednesdays and Fridays. So I'm not on the phone all week. And sometimes that means that I have 25 calls like I did yesterday. Yep. But I do so much business in those 25 calls. And that's the day that like drink an extra cup of coffee and hold on tight because now I get my son's birthday tomorrow. With nothing. Right. So for me, it's like, let's push it when we need to push it and go on the gas. But then let's break when I need to break. I'm a very much work hard, also rest hard type of person. Like I need space and clarity to create. Yes. And that's what we've learned, too, is like even having creative time on the calendar. I am not one of those people that wants to work nine to five. I work. I'll work like I did yesterday, like a workhorse and today like a workhorse. And then tomorrow I have some free time. And then maybe on Saturday I'll have like two hours of creative. And then Monday it's hard again. I think this whole ideology that you have to work nine to five and hustle so hard is sometimes just not effective. So you know you best. And I think taking Sunday and taking literally 10 minutes to align with your significant other or just align with yourself on what you're doing is purposeful and it's smart. Just to go back to the calendar of how detailed we are. I mean, I schedule on Sunday my workouts. So I'll have my workouts in yellow. Mm -hmm. On the calendar, I'll have when I hopefully want to meditate. We don't get it all the time, but I I try to get it. We have if I'm if I'm going to use the cold plunge in there. We have if I'm doing like a facial treatment, like a like a like a facial facial or a stretching appointment, like that is on the calendar. So I feel like with that I have my non-negotiables sort of set in the calendar and then I can build around that of what my business schedule is like. I'm a fan of the foundation being my health, wellness, and time with my family, and then building the work around that. That has made me a very happy person. You have to tune in to whatever is best for you. I don't know each and every one of you personally, and everyone's different. You might say, I'm in my fucking hustle phase, which I get it. I was in that too. I still am in it in a different way, but like I was working in my business, not on it. And I think if you're in your working in your business phase, and your hustle phase, then you need to lean into that. And maybe that's the foundation of your calendar. Anyways, the habit takeaway here to me is make it a habit on Sundays to take 10 minutes of your time to really think on your calendar and look what makes sense and what doesn't. Do you have driving time? Another thing I realized is when I was done with the gym, I had no shower time in my calendar. So I'd be like going from a shower or going from the gym to like straight to makeup. And I needed like shower time within that. Yes. And get and getting dressed. I think, too. It's like those little things that you just don't even think that take time, take time. Right. And we need to account for that. Yes. Put in little things in your calendar. You are not going to hit it all the time, but you will hit it 80 percent of the time. 
And I also want to like be clear that I have time in my calendar to read. I have time in my calendar for downtime. I have family time. My family was in town for three days and we had, I was off my phone. I am not a person that wants to be on my phone while I'm present with my family. So when people tell me they don't have time, what I say to that is, no, you're not making the time to evaluate your time. If you make the time to evaluate your time, you'll have more time. 100%. It's, and it really is that simple because, listen, I get it. I'm running a team of like 20 people. I've got a husband who isn't easy. He loves to talk. <laughs> I am a huge proponent of working out every day. I want to be healthy. I want to have my mornings. I want to have self-care. I have two kids. And I'm also running my social media accounts. That's not a huge chunk of my day, but I'm running that. And I have interviews and calls and all different directions that I'm being pulled in. So I get not having time, but I notice that I have more time when I evaluate it. And sometimes that means turning one day into three. Ed Milet taught me this, like looking at your day in three chunks. That's such a good tip. We kind of did that today. Like I was able to work out today. I was able to get my makeup done. I was able to have a call. I was able to do an interview. Now we're at the studio recording and then I'm going to go home and film an Amazon live. And that's sort of like shoving three days into one. So I have tomorrow free for Towns' birthday. Right. And just to like go off of that. The reason why I set this day up the way I did is because you have makeup and you're doing things live stream on video. So yes, it's, you know, we're stacking the day because you'll be on camera, you know, and it makes sense. I think that's a really, really good point what you just said. So here's how I would apply that to anyone. I personally don't like to put on makeup every day. Like I just think it's bad for my skin. It's like, it's annoying. I just don't want to do that. If you're like me, what I would say is pick the days that you have to put on makeup and build the day around when you're putting on makeup. That is being a practitioner of your time. So the habit is Sundays, take 10 minutes to think about your week. Make the foundation of your week with what's really important to you. Build around that and make sure that there's also time for you to have space within your calendar. Those are habits that I adhere to, and I promise you it will change your life. What's next, Katie? Everyone wants to know your thoughts, and you speak on this a lot, but what is habit stacking? How do you like to use it? Give us the deets. Habit stacking is how I get my mornings and nights. So people will be like, I don't have three hours for a morning routine. Neither do I. I habit stack it. So I'm maybe not going to explain this as eloquently as I can. Read the book Atomic Habits for a more in-depth explanation. But basically, it's taking something that you're already doing and attaching another habit to it so you can get the most out of it. So to me, an example of that is I like to meditate. Well, if I'm meditating, I might as well put my feet up on the wall. And if I can sit in an infrared sauna, great. If I can't, can I sit on a PMF mat? Can I sit in front of red light? Can I put a red light mask on? Can I put on a fucking crystal eye mask so I can get some grounding? Just what can I do to make that meditation on steroids? Okay. So that's the first thing. I try, don't always hit it, to wake up before my kids at 6.30. They wake up at 7 on the dot, (laughs) sometimes 7.15 or 7.30 if I'm lucky, but 
I try to meditate at 6.30, 6.45, and I have all my shit to meditate right next to my bed. That's a habit stack. Then I have a habit stack for my morning. Like There's non-negotiables that I try to hit. Can I wake up, scrape my tongue, like drink my water while I'm making the bed and opening the shades? Those are, those are habit stacks. Another habit stack that I do is every single time before I go to the gym, I make my mango amino acid in my water with Keon aminos and I'll add creatine. And what's happened is because I'm already making a water for the gym, I've habit stacked on the amino acids and then I've habit stacked on the creatine. If you told me, take creatine, that's so ambiguous. Like, am I really going to remember every day? But since I'm already going to the gym, which requires water, it's easy to put the aminos and the creatine onto that habit. So I'll give you another one. Brushing your teeth. You're going to brush your teeth every day. Why not do it in a cold shower and scrape your tongue first? When people are like, well, not everyone can have a cold punch, but you can have a cold shower. I do a cold shower. I'll give you another one. You're doing a cold shower, add a dry brush in there. Just how can you optimize your time and get the most out of it? Everything for me is a habit stack. Even the way I lay my my life out visually. So like I have like a wellness cupboard and in the wellness cupboard is like the vitamin C symbiotica next to the ritual, next to the just thrive, next to the athletic greens. So like when I got to go, it's just do, 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 It's an assembly line. Yes. It's like if you have, let me like, let me break this down. If you have athletic greens up in your pantry and then you have ritual on the other side of the room and your vitamin C symbiotic is upstairs, you're not going to be able to do that quick like an assembly line, like you said. So everything is like, how do you make this seamless? This is random. I'll have like my incense next to my candle next to my lighter so I can just like wake up and have like a nice little vibe in the morning. Little things that you can have at stack go a long way. Another way to do this is if you're going to do a sprint call like I like to do with my team, maybe after that sprint call, every single time you get off the phone and you write down, I'm just making this up, what you have to do for that day. So right now, I've just habit stacked talking with your team with a list of what you have to do today. And then maybe you go take a walk for 10 minutes. After a while, what happens is your brain just starts to stack these habits and it becomes easier. Maybe you take your conference calls outside. Maybe you have a treadmill. Is it treadmill? How do you say Treadmill. (laughs) Whatever. And you, for an hour in the morning, take all your calls on that. Finding ways to passively multitask without actually multitasking is the move to when it comes to optimizing your time. So that is what a habit stack is. I would love for you to speak more on that because you maybe can speak more micro. Yeah. I mean, I think too, like just thinking about my day and, you know, I'm your assistant and I'm Michael's assistant. So sometimes I'm double barreling the day and it feels like there's not enough time. I get to control what time sometimes your calls and Michael's calls are. And so I'll even be strategic about it and be like, okay, well, Lauren's got a ton of calls from one to three. I don't really need to be on a lot of those with video. So I'm going to go take a walk or I'm going to go, you know, play fetch with my dog. I'm just standing there. I might as well take a call if I'm not on video. And then with Michael's calls, I tend to be on video more. So now I'm going to prep some food, fill up my water, take my vitamins, get things ready and kind of set it up at my desk where I'm going to be stationed for the next, you know, couple hours on Zoom. 
it is about teeing yourself up for success. And I think that again, like with a day as busy as mine, you know, I'm still finding ways to like throw these things in. And again, wake up early or stay up late. I mean, as long as you are taking care of and ticking off those things that are important to you, it really doesn't matter what time of the day it is. It's going to get done. And I'm going to feel so good laying my head down at night knowing I got my water intake in. I got my walk in. I got outside and saw the sun and I got my job done. Name something that is more difficult than putting sunscreen on a toddler. Because literally, there's nothing more annoying. But I have the tip. It is by Sunbum. It's called Baby Bum. And it's a mineral SPF 50 sunscreen roll-on lotion. And it's fragrance-free. You just roll it on. So like, what I'll do is I'll chase Zaza around the house and just roll it on her legs. I already put Zaza in a long sleeve bathing suit because I'm a nut. And all I have to do is roll the sunscreen on her legs super quick. It's mineral based. It's lightweight. And most importantly, and this is the main thing, it's easy to apply. It's also very affordable. And I really like how it's a mineral SPF. Obviously, you've heard of Sunbum. I mean, it's everywhere. They have a full line of sun care. They have skincare, hair care, lip care, kids, and they have baby. And I really, really like this for my kids. We're going to San Diego for a while. And I definitely stocked this in their little like medicine kit that I have so I can easily grab it. I'm very, very much about sun care. And there should be an importance of sun care year round. And so to have something that you can just roll on your toddler, roll on your baby is the move. So if you're looking for something easy, I got you. Use one-time code SKINNY15 at checkout for 15% off your purchase at sunbum.com. This ends December 31st, 2023. That's code SKINNY15 at checkout for 15% off. This is so random, but I learned all about baby wipes and diapers. I was using a brand for wipes and I had like my blood tested and I was tested of high levels of triclosan. So I immediately looked into what wipes I should be using and what diapers I should be using and all signs and everyone and everyone who is like an expert said Coterie. These diapers, these wipes are fragrance-free. They're hypoallergenic. They don't have triclosan and they're responsibly sourced with plant-based material. They're also so soft and they work. There's a lot of diapers on the market that are maybe like non-toxic, but they don't work. And then there's a lot of diapers on the market that have all this added shit in them. Coterie diapers are creme de la creme. They're sophisticated. They're designed to minimize leaks, blowouts, and diaper rash. And I can tell you that this is all true because I use them every single day, all day long for two kids under three. I love these diapers. I'm their biggest fan. I've harassed them on Instagram. I email them all the time. I like I'm telling you, you guys, if you have kids, this is the move. They are quality. And right now, Coterie is partnering with our podcast to offer you 20% off your first order plus free shipping. You're going to go to Coterie.com promo code skinny. I've used my own code many times. That's Coterie spelled C-O-T-E-R-I-E.com promo code skinny. You get 20% off your first order and free shipping. Coterie.com promo code skinny. Every single morning I wake up, I do my routine. I have my lemon water. I add some mint, maybe some ginger. And of course, I take my probiotics. And the probiotics that I take every single morning for the last 6 million years are Just Thrive Probiotic. 
I really, really prefer this probiotic because it's one of the only probiotics that actually survives the trip to your gut. So a lot of these probiotics that we're taking that are like, oh, refrigerated, blah, 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 blah. They're not even surviving the trip to the gut. So we actually had a microbiologist on the podcast explain why some survive and some don't. And this one does. So you don't have to worry about it with this brand. I really appreciate that. I feel like they really care about what's in their product. And a probiotic for me is just like essential. I feel like it really supports my gut health. If you haven't taken a probiotic, the benefits are insane. 70 to 80% of your immune system lives in your gut. So to just add this to your routine is amazing. I also think if you're going to take antibiotics to balance it out with a probiotic is super important, especially if you want to boost energy, improve your sleep and promote healthy skin. You can use promo code skinny90 for 20% off a 90-day bottle of Just Thrive Probiotic and Just Calm. And Just Calm is a psychobiotic, so they work hand in hand. You can go to justthrivehealth.com. That's justthrivehealth.com skinny90. I'm going to blow your fucking mind right now, too. Not yours. You already know this. Go ahead. Everyone's. Secret to this, too, is getting off your phone. 100%. Okay. Let me blow your fucking mind. I am off my phone two and a half hours before I go to bed. Sometimes Guys, you put that in airplane like, mode. That is like, <laughs> I sometimes it's fucking 7.30 at night or eight at night that I, my phone goes away. It's on airplane mode in the other room. I don't usually touch my phone. Today I touched it at, uh, I want to say 9.30. Sometimes I don't touch it till 11. Why people are getting fucked up is they're waking up and staring at their phone and looking at what everyone else is doing and reacting to all the text messages and going into their email and watching TikToks. So that's why you're not able to have a morning routine. That is my opinion. It's so true. Put the phone away. The phone is not out for me unless I'm listening to a podcast or I am giving someone else something that I need done. Sure. If I need things done before 10, I'll hand off something to someone. I'll throw the football. Our team usually starts at nine. So I can maybe throw the football at 830 and then get off my phone. You will never catch me scrolling through TikTok and watching someone's Instagram stories. I don't watch people's Instagram stories really ever. I mean, I just find it to be a waste of time because you're not focusing on your own. You can life. go down a rabbit hole quick. Yeah, you're. I'm not. No, thank you. Like it's just I. I find it to be a waste of time, and I can't when people say they don't have time and they're lit. People will ask me how I have time to read on Instagram stories, and I'm like, you just watched my Instagram story. That's yeah. that's two minutes of time. Add yes. that up. Anyways, that's a. This is a different episode. I feel like, but get off your phone in the morning. If you want to listen to a podcast or an audiobook, great. I do that all the time while I'm making the bed. But don't scroll through your phone in the morning for at least two hours. Yeah. And I, even if you think about it, in five minutes of scrolling, you could have done 100 air squats or you could have drank three glasses of water or like, you know what I mean? If you think about it like that, if you turn that time scrolling into practical things that actually will help you maybe be healthier, help you have a better mindset for the day. You can do a lot in five minutes. You're deep working your life. Yes. Like when I wake up, I'm so focused on, okay, what do I need to do to get out the door before my gym? I need to 
dress saws of her school. I need to get this organized. I need to make the bed. I want to clean my space. I want to do my skincare routine. I want to ice roll. I can do all this because I'm completely focused on the task at hand because I'm not immersed in my phone. So if you're waking up and you're on your phone, you're not going to be able to do any of this, in my opinion, effectively because you're distracted with something else. Yeah. Distraction is detrimental. Right. And I think what you said too about like playing fetch with your dog while you're on a call, for me, I find that to be really healthy for my team. I That makes me happy to hear that because I wouldn't want them to feel like they're chained to a desk from nine to five. Like it makes it makes me feel good. Like even when Mimi, who's worked for us for like 10 years, she is the art director of the Skinny Confidential. And she'll text me and be like, hey, I'm going to go out to lunch for an hour and get a coffee and like just chill. I'll be back on my phone at one. I want her to recharge so she feels her best when she comes to work. She feels fully focused. I don't want a bunch of people that are dragging their ass because they're tired and they don't feel fulfilled. I want I want everyone to feel fulfilled. So that when I hope my team is walking when they're on calls. I hope my team is playing fetch with their dog. If you can passively multitask, great. Well, and I think there's an art to also not being on camera and you have taught me that because you can eat your lunch or, you know, go on a walk. I mean, I think being off camera, we're so used to on Zoom specifically, you know, sitting at a desk and making sure the light's good. And, you know, you have your whole room put together before you turn your camera on. And I'm like, if you don't need to be on it, like you can be multitasking Sometimes and have just want your yeah. butthole to hang out. Yeah. <laughs> Lauren taught me about the no camera thing. And Michael's like, camera's on. Yeah, Michael, he listen, loves it. There is a time and a place for cameras. Like sometimes there there's like a really like hefty like team meeting where, you know, people need to be super focused, whatever. However, if I don't have to be staring at a screen, it's not good for your eyes or your then, brain. No, I, I'm not going to do that. I'm, I'm just not. It's listen, it's that's not I wanted to work for myself. So I had ability and flexibility when it comes to doing things like that. And if we are on a sprint call, I don't need to see someone's face. They can be walking and playing fetch with the dog. Like, mm-hmm. great. Yeah, Michael that makes me feel better. Great. Yeah, Michael, I remember like when I first started working for you guys, he goes, I truly don't even care if you're like in a tree in Costa Rica. Like if you're getting your shit done, what do I care? Like, I don't care if you're hanging from the ceiling as long as everything <laughs> gets done. I don't care. I don't care if you're in space. By the way, if you can get four hours, eight hours of work done in two hours. Good for fucking you. Go read the four hour work week. I am all about it. If you can be creative with your job. Great. And also like if you can get creative with your job, then you can add more to your job, which not, I'm not talking about you specifically, but like you can make more money and you can do yeah. more things and you can be more multifaceted and you can be on the podcast right now because you have flexibility and agility with what with what you set up because you did your job efficiently and effectively. It's really like time and being a psycho with your time, in my opinion, is like so important. So a habit stack, that was a long that answer. That was a long answer. But we actually covered we covered a lot of the questions just in that blurb. How do you like what are your habits with your family? What are things that you guys have designed, you know, to that's important as far as like the kids or your marriage or date night or trips? What are things that 
you've developed habit wise with your family? I really try to be off my phone with my kids, which is why that two hours in the morning and the two hours at night is really nice. Listen, I've had moments where I feel guilty all the time. It's it's hard. Like I work from my phone. So like I will be on a conference call sometimes and my daughter wants to make cupcakes or she wants me to lay with her. And like it really is like a balancing act daily. But I do try to make those two hours to be off my phone. When I'm in the car with her driving her to school, I'm we're listening to like Bluey or Baby Shark. Like I'm I'm present with her. I think taking time even like to take her to the park and get off my phone, things like that. I really try to be mindful of. I am not perfect. And let me tell you, parenthood is one big guilt trip, (laughs) but you just try. And I think even implementing the phone, no, no two hours in the morning and no two hours at night will help just be a more present parent. As far as my marriage, it's exhausting with two kids under three. You really have to be thoughtful. Again, it goes back like thinking time is so underrated. So like what we do is we try to do a date night once a week. We also take vacations that are like sexy with alone. We also like when the kids are in bed, like sometimes we'll sit for 30 minutes and just talk. Another thing we've been doing that I think is like a micro moment is we walk and we'll walk for like two hours in the morning sometimes. That's awesome. And it's so amazing to just do a brainstorm, like general talk with my husband. And I'm not just talking about business. We will talk about where we see ourselves in three years. You know, that's been a really healthy habit. I think if you are married or you have a relationship with anybody, taking a walk three times a week for an hour, it's really beneficial to the overall picture of your life. And if your husband's out of town or your girlfriend's out of town, you could also take a walk and be on the phone. Yeah. Just setting the intention that you're going to talk with that person. And by the way, at the same time, we're getting sunshine. We're drinking our water. We're walking. It's like getting that movement in, getting those steps in. So again, it's optimizing time. When my family comes to see me or we see them, I don't want to be on my phone. I mentioned this earlier at dinner the whole time. Right. I, I I find that to be boring and predictable on my end. Like I'm going to really sit there on my phone and be dismissive. There's how bad does it feel when you're with someone and they're on their phone? I know. And you've listen, I'm not talking about like you're at work and someone's on your phone. I'm talking about like if I'm taking you out for your birthday and I'm just scrolling through my phone, it feels really bad. And you see it all the time at restaurants. It doesn't feel good. And pay attention to how you feel when someone's scrolling on their phone and they're dismissive of you, it feels like the phone is more important than the person that For you're sure. with. So I make it a point when I'm with my family to block off time. Again, I'm not perfect. Not perfect. And I definitely will be snapping a flat lay of the table. Yes. However, then being intentional about putting the phone away, I think, is a great habit. Yeah, I think that can translate across a lot of different things like family, friends, yourself. I think the phone is like the root of all evil, but the necessary evil, unfortunately, it really is. but it, it is, it's again, distraction. Like I said it earlier, it really is detrimental. And if you're distracted, there's no way that you're setting good habits for yourself. Like it's just, they don't go together. They're opposites. A hundred percent. And the phone is one big distraction unless you're thoughtful about it. So for sure. The habit number one of this conversation is be thoughtful. Yes. Your fitness habits. 
We kind of discussed that. We did. I book with a trainer because I like to be held accountable. And again, it goes back to saving time. If I wasn't meeting anyone at the gym, would I hit my goals of fitness? I would hit probably, if we're being honest, 70%. Yeah. I think that having someone there is a really great investment in my health, in my clarity, because when I go to the gym, I feel better. So I usually schedule with a trainer five days a week. The other two, I'll do like a Skype with my trainer from San Diego or I'll schedule like two hours of walking. I really am very, very, very serious about getting a workout in. I think it's a non-negotiable for multiple reasons. And right now I'm in my like tightening up season. Like I just want to, I don't ever want to be like, well, I had two kids. So this is no, I'm not. Yeah, I'm, you're not taking the cards that you might be dealt. You no, can change your cards. No, I can change my cards and I have control over my future on that, I think. And I think putting my fitness on my calendar is non-negotiable. Katie even knows like, I think that's like one of the most serious I'm about the whole calendar. I agree. That and time with your kids. Yeah. Those are top two for sure. I just, I, I want to be able to get an hour of workout in. I just... which makes your day better anyway like I I, and and we specifically put your workouts before you have calls for that reason because you've got some blood flow to the brain you've woken up you've you know of course you're gonna have some protein so you ate you've hydrated I mean there's and you've socialized sort of you know what I mean like it that's a really good warm-up before your day begins and another thing that this that we can have it stuck on to this conversation is that where are you working out Are you going to a black room and getting yelled at with strobe lights? To me, maybe that works for you. That doesn't work for me. I need a specific situation when I'm working out and like be thoughtful about what works for you. So for me, I sought out a place that doesn't have a lot of people because I'm just I don't want that in the morning. Yeah, who does? It has really mellow like Spanish guitar music. It's half outside, half inside, which is amazing. Fresh air. Yeah. You get fresh air, the morning sunlight. I don't have to hear people like, you know how like the guys like grunt Ugh. to show. Yeah. <laughs> like, and you can smell their musty, sweaty asshole I didn't, from I didn't across the gym. Yeah. yeah. So gross. the place that I work out and also my trainer has a certain energy that I like. Mm-hmm. By the way, if you like a dark room and you want to get yelled at and you want like <laughs> join the military. You no, know, Some people like that. Like a lot of people like that. For me, that raises my cortisol and I don't want to do that in the morning. I think when my cortisol is raised, I feel like I gain weight. No, I mean, there's it, hormones are real. Someone's going to pull that for TikTok and be like <laughs> that fucking bitch. <laughs> but so you like I also think like zoning in what works for you. Maybe you also work out in the middle of the day. So it's not so jarring for me. I try to get my workout in in the morning and I don't want to go into a jarring situation. I want to lift my weights or yes. do like I'll do Melissa Wood Health from home. I think her energy is great or walk, listen to a podcast just get it in because you do feel better. If you guys are a busy parent and you want to make a smoothie, you have to check out Daily Harvest. Okay. First of all, these are like the easiest smoothies to make. You can keep them stocked in your freezer and they come in a cup and everything is just pre-chopped. And all you have to do is pour it 
In your blender, you could add some almond milk. You could add some raw full fat milk. I'm really into raw full fat milk. Some ice, maybe some juice. Blend it up and you're good to go. You can even pour the smoothie back in your daily harvest cup. So you really don't even need to like have a cup. It honestly is like a genius, genius brand. If you are in a time crunch, what I think Daily Harvest really sells is time. It gives you your time back and it keeps you healthy. I think this is also great for kids. My kids love smoothies. So when I'm on the go and I want to make something quick, I pull them out of my freezer. I put it in the blender. I add some ice, maybe some almond milk, like I said. And there's not like this crazy cleanup. Everything's pre-chopped and they work directly with farmers. So it's like the best ingredients. We all deserve easy mornings. Let Daily Harvest give you one less thing to worry about. You're going to go to dailyharvest.com slash skinny. You get up to $65 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash skinny for up to $65 off your first box. Dailyharvest.com slash skinny. The one I like best is the strawberry peach smoothie. It's so good. This episode of The Skinny Confidential is brought to you by Poise Ultra Thins. Anyone who has kids knows that you need all the tips, tricks, and hacks that you can get. And I know from my postpartum experience, I've been able to connect with so many moms over Instagram. And I have heard a lot of stories about bladder leaks. Okay. I have this mini trampoline in the back of my house and I'll go in the cold plunge and then jump on the trampoline. And whenever I post this mini trampoline, so many moms will message me and be like, how do you do that after two kids? And if you have bladder leaks, there is this pad. Okay. It's by Poise. It's Poise Ultra Thin Pads, and they help for bladder leaks. So if you're someone who can't jump on the trampoline or maybe in workout classes, you have bladder leaks, these are the pads for you. They're the Poise Ultra Thin Bladder Leak Pads, okay? The good thing about these Poise Ultra Thin Pads is that they fit and flex with your body. If you want to jump on the trampoline with your kids and you have a bladder leak, Poise has got you covered. Poise Ultra Thins provide protection so you can cherish those precious moments worry-free. So if you're looking for something postpartum, or maybe you just have bladder leaks, check these out. It takes poise. Learn more at poise.com. The Skinny Confidential Planner. Because this episode is all about habit stacking and planning, I wanted to give you a deal on the planner. So here's the thing. We ran out of stock. These planners are absolutely incredible to plan your day. They lay open really nice. Like I made sure there was a huge spiral on them. They're also beautiful. Like you lay them out, they're lilac, they're pink. And most importantly, they have big lines for you to fill things out and everything to plan your morning. And they sold out so quickly that we didn't have them in stock forever. They're back in stock now. So we're going to give you a code. You can use code PLANPINK for 20% off at shopskinnyconfidential.com. Grab the planner. It's like the best if you want to have sort of a foundation for your day that's not overwhelming. You fill in your book, your meditation, your podcast, what you're listening to that day. You do gratefuls, intentions, and then you have a really specific sort of Ivy Lee method to-do list. It really helps me prioritize. I know you're going to love it. Go to shopskinnyconfidential.com and use code PLANPINK for 20% off. Just to caveat off of like, if you know you don't have access to a trainer, 
get an accountability buddy. It's I mean, like you can literally find workouts on YouTube. Find, There's no excuses. No, There's find YouTube. a friend yeah. that you can do it with. Meet at the park. I mean, or meet at their house. Bring a yoga mat. I mean, there's so many ways to hold yourself to that habit of getting to your workouts or getting it done. And I think it's there. There isn't an excuse with that. You can also go outside and walk for sure. Someone yes. told or me stretch the, the other day they needed a, a treadmill to walk. Mm. Meal treadmill. No, you said it right. I said it right. But yeah, and I'm like, no, you don't. No, go outside and take a walk. Put your driving gloves on like I do because I don't and want sunspots on my arms. Put a hat on and hit the pavement. Go take a walk. Yes. And also, it's so good for your eyes to just be outside. Huberman has been on the show twice and he talks about just being outside and seeing nature and allowing your vision to adjust to that. Let, uh, what's it called? Not farsighted. Is it far farsightedness? Yeah nearsighted I Near, think. just being like being able to look out as yes. opposed to like staring at the screen yeah walking just make time for yourself to move your body there really is no excuse right love it and this is kind of you know related this is the last one the self-care habits like and again we've touched on this a little bit but what are your best self-care habits your favorite ones the ones that you always incorporate into your week I already know what they are, of course, but tell everyone. <laughs> You're like probably like, fuck, I'm so bored of this bitch's schedule. No, no, I, it's inspiring. It's it's honestly like it's changed my life a lot. You know, I mean, <laughs> my mom's like, wow, you're kind of woo woo now. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm just like very serious about my my health and like my brain and my emotions. Like, you know, I used to just work and work and work and work. And like I was completely depleted every day borderline depressed you know and it's like to to watch you and michael do your job but prioritizing all these other things that are good for you has taught me so much and i have completely restructured my entire i don't want to be dramatic but like my life like it's crazy the things that i just don't i won't put up with anymore because i can see like it's very feasible like you guys do it every day and like i'm in it every day with you guys and like you also respect, you know, my self-care as much as your self-care, which is also a huge, a lot of like employees are not that lucky. So I will say that like you guys are like, you know, if I'm having a bad day and like you're like, go to the foot spa. You know what I mean? <laughs> like who does that? But it, it's just it means a lot. And I needed it. And like I came back from that and I'm like, OK, I'm ready to work. Like it made the self-care. I mean, just get into it because like I it's so important. The self-care I respect so much from my team. I, it, like, it's so important to me because I don't think, like I mentioned earlier, that they are 100% if they're depleted. I hope that you weren't depressed at your job. What Were you depressed at this job? No, my old job. No, my old job. Oh, my God. I would no, God, no. This, it was like a whole, it's a whole other lifetime ago, it feels like. That, you know? Yeah, that makes me, that what that shows me is that you maybe were not you were like hustling so hard that you were just putting your head in the sand when it came yes. to everything else. Listen, by the way, the reason that I feel like I can talk about this with sort of as like an expert on time is because I have been where a lot of people are with hustling myself to the ground. Yes. And that takes you to where you want to go. So I'm not saying like that there's not a time and a place from that, but then it stops working. Yes. And that's you can feel it. Yep. And it's a shift. And yep. that's and I'm glad I went through it. I'm glad that it taught me so much about myself, my boundaries, 
what I'm, you know, willing to put up with, what I'm where my, you know, cap out zone is, where my capabilities are. I mean, it taught me a lot about myself as a professional and as a human being. But yeah, I just think if you're not making time to take care of yourself and you're operating at 70%, like what boss wants to employ someone that's 70% of what they need? Like that's just not, that's not, it's never going to work. It's never going to work. And it's also to be blunt, miserable to be around because it's like, you can feel it. Yeah. It's like, if you're not taking care of yourself, like it's going to, it's just going to seep into the job. I think when it comes to self-care that there's so many little moments throughout the day. So like putting a sheet mask on while you're making the bed. So easy. For me, everyone knows this. I love going to the foot spa Mm -hmm. because the thing about the foot spa that's just so great and why I can't shut up about it is that there's no screaming kids. There's no significant other asking you for something Additionally, there's no one at the office needing something from you. It's quiet. No one's speaking. And the, all the foot spas I've been to, are, it's dead quiet. You can put your headphones on and you can have, I do 90 minutes of deep work. I'll put my headphones on. I will spend 20 minutes returning text messages. Then I will spend 20 minutes returning emails. Then I'll spend 20 minutes posting social media. And then I'll spend another 20 minutes on like a project for the product line. And by the time I leave, I have made amazing progress. So stuff like that, to me, the self-care is great. And if you just want to lay there and meditate, that's great too. That's self-care. One thing I think that everyone will really love if they like this episode is that we have a planner. It's called Can I Get a Fucking Minute? And basically what it is, is it's essentially everything in this episode on one page. So I took all the things that were really working for me to be productive. I took gratefuls, intentions, book, meditation, podcast I'm listening to for the day, my Ivy Lee method, my micro weekly goals, and I put it into this planner. And the whole team uses this planner. Yes, it's the best. It really holds you accountable for the day. And how I would recommend using this planner is you do it as early as you can. Like sometimes I do it at noon, but like at least I do it. Try to do it in the morning if you can and really set your intentions for the day with this planner. If you don't want to buy the planner, go take a picture of the planner prompt on the site and and use and write it out yourself. But this planner is something that I have literally used for the last four years. It's, I haven't used the exact planner because we haven't had it, but I use the prompts. Right. And it's a planner that I created by pulling all the successful habits of all these successful people and putting it together and implementing my own and making it on one page. And just having that is going to set the foundation of your day. And that's a really healthy self-care habit. Add chlorophyll to your water. Add minerals to your water. You're already making a water. Add amino acids. Add creatine. Maybe for me, I always associate my night times with certain things. So my kids know when I turn on the red light and I turn on five to eight hertz frequencies that it's time to wind down. So the shades go down. We make a vitamin water. Again, this is habit stacking. The phone goes out of the room and it's seamless and it's easy and they know it's time to go to bed. I think too, overall, what I would say about this episode too, is when you habit stack and you create these habits, it signals to your brain to be productive and healthy better than anything else. And ultimately, it makes your life easier. 
And this is what I'll end with. Someone said to me the other day, they said someone, it was a, a friend and they said, someone asked me if you really do all these things that you talk about. Well, first you can. Um, she does. Okay, I do. <laughs> and the, uh, the girl said, oh my God, I can't believe she does all those things. She must be so stressed out. And my friend said back to her, no, she's actually not stressed out because she's being preventative yes. about the stress. And that's what this is. Yes. That's what the point of this is. It's like doing these little tiny habits day after day that helps you prevent being overwhelmed and stressed. A hundred. I couldn't have said it any better myself. It's true. You know what's going to happen. Anticipate it and be proactive. By the way, I do want to say I'm not fucking perfect. The other day I was hungover and had to cancel my whole day. So like things happen. <laughs> we're just trying. We're just trying. OK, life is a work in progress. I Hoped you guys loved my first solo episode of this installment. I will be doing six of these. And if you like them, I'll continue it. Sometimes it's fun to just kick Michael off the mic. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Katie's a great guide. You guys can follow her at Hangry Hobson on Instagram. She makes the most delicious sourdough. She still has time to run our life, yeah. do all her self-care, make fucking rosemary sourdough. Yeah, and right. post on Instagram. Yep. You know, I have great examples, so I couldn't be more blessed like to watch you guys. You're the pros. Well, thank God for you because you really do make my life so much easier. And I just appreciate everything you do for us. And it takes a person who is highly organized to do this. This is this is like that math equation meme yeah, every single day. I know. I, I literally <laughs> it, it's an illness that I have. I swear. Oh, you got to be real organized. Yeah, no, it's it's fun. And maybe if you guys want to head over to our TikTok at The Skinny Confidential, you can see a day in the life of Katie. She does a lot of those and you can actually see our calendar. She shows a lot of sneak peeks. And maybe when this episode goes live, you can show a day or something. Yeah, for sure. I would recommend everyone who wants to kick their life into gear to go check out the planner. I will give you a code. You can use code PINKPLANNER at shopskinnyconfidential.com for 15% off. Go shop the planner, get an ice roller. Thank you guys so much for all of your questions. We will be back with the next installment of a solo episode soon. And I would love to hear what you want to hear next on my latest Instagram. You can ask us anything at Lauren Bostick. And you know what? Let's give away three planners. Sweet. Tell us on my latest post what you want the next solo episode to be about. Hope you guys have an incredible, fantastic, productive week. Bye. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you've rated and reviewed the podcast on Apple Podcasts. And also you can listen or watch us on YouTube.